Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode 13. My name is Boris Kraba, CEO of Ergonope and Strix. Strix is an agency and enterprise partner of Shopware. My name is Thomas. I'm owner of Shopware e-commerce, enterprise partner in the Netherlands. Hi, everybody. Welcome again to a new episode of uh, Shopware Talks. Huh? Did we change the name of the podcast? No, it's Shopware Unplugged, of course. Um, so tonight we have uh, Jesse, and I think I'm opening today because Boris is unable to speak his name correctly because he's... How do you say Boris? What's your name? How do you call him? Isa. Uh, Isa. is the name? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. So what is, no, what is the, pro, uh, the right... It's yes. The right pronunciation. Yes, okay. right. It's it's, yes. it's it's Dutch. It's, it's as Dutch as Dutch can be, I think. So um, a real nice name. So it's it's an honor for us to have you on the show. Thank you. Yeah, and, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, and of course we have some interesting questions for you uh, today. And um, yeah, I hope our podcast listeners uh, will enjoy it as much as we will probably do. So um, yeah, can awesome. you do a short introduction. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, my name is so Boris. Now you need to uh, uh, listen very carefully. <laughs> I'm listening. Jesse <laughs> uh, Reitsma, um, and it's it's really indeed a, a really Dutch name. But but even in the Netherlands, it's it's kind of like a special name. Uh, so my first name is not not really that common, uh, and my last name either. Um, but yeah, so I'm uh, owning a little company called uh, Yerio. It's actually a one man show, uh, but I've been hiring. Uh, uh, third-party developers and, and freelancers um, uh, along the way as well. And what I've been doing for the last decades, it, it almost feels like uh, decades, um, is uh, training developers. So uh, back back in the days, uh, also with Magenta 1, Magenta 2, um, and now actually um, Shopware 6 being on the horizon. Um, so I'm actually pretty excited about that. Diving into Shopware on a technical level, um, helping out developers, uh, doing a lot of stuff. And that's kind of like uh, where I make my money also, uh, by, by talking about tech stuff, tech stuff and explaining it to uh, to others, uh, other developers uh, right. and so on. Yeah. Hey, but okay. uh, there, there's something interesting and that's, uh, that's probably by thirsting. And it's something, um, uh, you have this big history thing with Joomla, right? So I, I, know, <laughs> I know little people who work with Joomla, so Quick story on how you got there and how you left it because it's it's over, right? It's totally dead. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe a couple of uh, old Joomla friends are listening in, so <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's over. Uh, but, but yes, it is. Uh, no, <laughs> no. The the story is actually that that uh, what I always tell is uh, I got started with uh, Joomla at the very beginning and. What a lot of people don't realize uh, is that back then Joomla was the only thing. So there was Drupal, um, but Drupal was kind of weird. It was not uh, complying to any standards and et cetera. And, and WordPress yeah. was not there at all. Um, so uh, Joomla was, was I don't know, like the percentages, but but maybe like responsible for 40, 50% of all of the, the websites on, really? the, on the web or all of the open source CMSs on the web, right? So wow. um, there was still front page, Microsoft front page and, and other stuff out <laughs> yeah. there. But I remember um, and, and that's basically the past that we're talking about. Um, cool. Well, back then, actually, Joomla was kind of exciting because it had a lot of... Um, developer patterns like MVC and, and, and things like that, um, mm -hmm. while it was kind of new. Um, 
Well, but yeah, so that's history. <laughs> so along the way, uh, other other things came up. Uh, Magenta One was just a much better e-commerce platform. WordPress uh, just uh, became a better blogging solution. And, and nowadays, well, the, the Joomla is still there, but they're still doing their own thing yeah. for their own people. And it's, yeah, uh, off my uh, mapping as well. So yeah, not doing anything there anymore. I have to tell you the truth. My first website was in Joomla. And I was a front-end developer, so I, I knew how to write, you know, TR, TD, close TD, close TR. <laughs> this is how it was. Yeah, no. Uh, and no you hated this. this. <laughs> no, it was very, it was very logic. It was very simple. So even without uh, learning or reading anything, yeah, I, I just looked at the code and I got it. Okay, so this is how you do it. Yeah, this is how you. Uh, if you if you remove this, if you add this, this is how this will be. So it was. Uh, it's. Uh, I have a very good, um, you know, feeling in my heart with Joomla as, a, as my you first thing. I've never opening, right. You see my mouth opening because I'm now hearing that you were a front-end developer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but this was only it. I could uh, write TRTD uh, B uh, slash B, and that's all. Yeah. And I could oh. make a. I could edit edit um, uh, Joomla oh, right. Joomla uh, Joomla template. Yeah. Not even writing my own, yeah. but edit existing oh. one and customizing the existing and, and, one. And when did you get uh, fired for that? Uh, you know, this was my uh, private website showing my genealogy tree. And I think after, you know, three or four years, someone broke into and uh, it was not secured, not updated and so on. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so my domain was uh, blacklisted and everything. And then I said, OK, it's over. It's at end of my <laughs> end of my. Uh, career as a uh, as a front end yeah. developer. However, that that was the fault of Juma then, I think. Yeah, uh, sure, <laughs> not mine. I, I did, I did <laughs> exactly. it. I did it. I did it right. So how you so how you moved from from Joomla to to Shopware? Why why you decided? Why you look at Shopware? And right now you get uh, you get more and more involved into into Shopware community. Yeah, well, so so um, well. Actually, before we get there, uh, Thomas, you you mentioned just uh, before the recording started, um, Magebridge, and I was just a little bit surprised there. Um, so Magebridge used to be uh, a connection between Joomla and Magento One, um, and you you could call it kind of like a headless solution. But well, absolutely, it, it, you were your time so way ahead of everybody. You had yeah, a it, headless solution. Yeah, and it was kind of cool. Uh, so it, it basically, you could build a Joomla front end, but then use the Magento catalog and do all of the checkout and uh, forward par part of the Magento output into uh, Joomla on its own. Um, but yeah, so so along the way, I, I think I just uh, fell in love with um, the architecture of Magento, also being um, a developer myself, but also being a trainer. And I, I simply just decided to focus more upon training developers. Um, and then it came along Magento 2. So that was for me the kickstart of uh, diving deeper into uh, Magento 2, which okay. is now, I guess, like five and, er five and a half years ago. Exactly. Um, and I think, yeah, and, and that, that whole story actually of, um, of uh, Magento 2 unraveled, but, but that's basically uh, something that you also know about, um, that the front end just changed, well, dramatically slowly with Magento 2, or to put it more bluntly, um, it didn't change at all. Um, and then because of that, actually, the PWA uh, movement started. Uh, a lot of things uh, happened there. Um, but I, I think somewhere along that line, um, I started to have a look at other systems. Um, so that there used to be a couple of blog posts by Peter Jaap Blaakmeer from El Gentos. Yep. Yep. Um, and he started to write about, um, well, alternative 
alternatives for, for, for uh, Shopware or for Magento. And then uh, Shopware came along, Shopify came along, um, Silius came along, yep. Svetlana or Selana. So I don't know anymore. But no, Svetlana is for his wife, I think. <laughs> that could be. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so different systems. And I think somewhere <laughs> along the line, I simply just loved it that um, Shopware was uh, German. Um, that was so close to uh, the Netherlands itself. Yeah. And that sounds a little bit silly, but it's not only the geography, but it's also the way that uh, the developers talk about the code. Um, the efficiency in, in uh, how certain decisions on an architectural part are being made. Um, and, and then Magento is still this combination of uh, Ukrainian people combined with US marketing sales, I don't know. Um, and, and somewhere in the middle, there's Europe. So yeah, that, it still determines kind of like the character of Shopware. If, them, if yeah. Stefan is listening, we, we should get him uh, a Shopware sh shirt or what's it called a Shopware sweater because I what I'm seeing just around the corner, I'm seeing this Magento logo on your chest. What is it? <laughs> yeah. So actually, the, the funny thing is um, I'm wearing my hoodie. Uh, so I was awarded uh, Magento Master for three times. Um, so often I, I wear like the wrong promotional material for the wrong <laughs> kind of events. But anyway, so underneath there's a, a real shopper shirt. Uh, oh, very good. But I, I don't have um, a, a shopper hoodie yet. So, so uh, Stefan, this is your cue. This is it. <laughs> exactly. Get I'm him the Shopware Master uh, hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, uh, about your, uh, I, I think an interesting thing you are doing currently is um, is also becoming, let's say, a, a Shopware um, trainer for developers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please tell us some more about that. How how did it start, and and what can developers expect when they uh, sign up with you? Well, the, the first is this the, the, this guy called uh, Whispering Wouter, um, who, who came along a couple of times yeah. and whispered yeah. to me, like, <laughs> uh, shopware is the future and uh, things like that. Um, but, but yeah, and I, I think uh, along the line, I, I came, became intrigued. Um, also because a couple of um, uh, notorious Magento members uh, became, well, part of the shopware ecosystem. Um, and the thing that I basically do is is not projects, it's not consultancy, but it's, it's really focused upon training. So uh, for me, from the start, uh, dealing with uh, Shopware was also dealing with uh, Shopware training um, and not, not the, the non-technical training, but only the developer training. Um, but yeah, how, how to get started. So I, I started to come up with my own Shopware training material already a little bit. Uh, started to promote the, the developer training on my own, um, under my own uh, label. Do you write um, it yourself? Sorry? Do you write the trainings yourself? Is it? Yeah, so I, I, I write everything myself and I'm the trainer. And uh, so it's, it's, it's st cool. still my yeah. uh, one-man business, basically. Um, yeah. However, I, I try to promote that as well. Um, and I got a couple of uh, subscriptions for a Shopware PWA training uh, before it was ready. So <laughs> that was kind of like <laughs> a challenging thing. Um, but I have to admit that the, the, the front-end development and the back-end development part didn't really go that fast yet. So we're, we're now talking about October, uh, November last year. Um, and then I actually started to collaborate with uh, Shopware uh, itself um, to help them develop a, a series of videos. Uh, so they still need to come out, um, but they're scheduled, or at least the first bunch is scheduled now somewhere in the upcoming uh, week or weeks um, to help 
specifically Magento developers, but but basically any kind of uh, developer uh, to switch over to uh, Shopware. Um, and it, well, in, in total, it's uh, 24 hours uh, worth of uh, video. So it was also kind of like a, a large job. Um, but uh, sneakily also kind of like a, a really um, a good challenge for me to dive into everything I wanted to dive into. Um, so yeah, th through that whole series, I, I, I basically made myself uh, become a, a shopware expert. Well, between quotes, because I still don't need, don't, don't know how how uh, how to say that, the, how deep the, the the rabbit hole goes. Um, but I, I'm I'm fairly convinced that I'm uh, pretty far uh, uh, with uh, with uh, a lot of knowledge, and that those videos are well basically helping everyone else to get on that level uh, as well. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so um, slowly actually, uh, shopware is uh, is uh, determining the the show for me uh, as well. Um, so but yeah, maybe to um, uh, promote myself also a little bit there. Um, sure, with, that's the show um, for. Yeah, maybe I, I don't yeah. know, but, but the the Reacticon uh, conference um, I've been organizing uh, in the past now. Yeah. So actually, um, uh, Reacticon took place uh, three times before. Uh, number one and number two were organized in Eindhoven in the Netherlands with a pure uh, Magento focus. Um, and then I uh, shocked the Magento community with uh, number three, where a full day was actually dedicated upon uh, View Storefront and Shopware. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the, well, that, that was kind of like my, my sneaky attempt to also just uh, get Shopware in there, maybe for a couple of Magento li listeners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to do more on that, that whole part uh, in the upcoming uh, months as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's so what, what, what kind of content we can then expect? Because, you know, 24 hours, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of time. Yeah. So what is uh, what, what is the content? Is it like a general training for uh, for a developer, both front and back end or you focused on, on something? Because, yeah, I think that's uh, there's a big challenge of shopware that if you look at number of uh, training and materials, there is a huge gap. And uh, I believe a lot of people, including me, we are just waiting for your videos uh, yeah, to. Yeah. To come so what 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 we can expect from from those videos yeah so uh, you you could say that it's about uh 14 to 16 hours worth of backend development um then another five hours on uh front-end development and three hours on uh, pwa um and the pwa was just uh, basically me diving into a couple of things and and i got excited about it so i could just continued recording um but I think the, the 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 lag that you still maybe see in the the current material is mm -hmm. going to be there within my videos as well. So what I simply encounter encountered is that um, sometimes I need to explain the basics, and sometimes I simply want to dive deeper into it. Um, but as soon as you dive deeper into it, it's still a lot of uh, time that you need. Um, so actually, the videos are for me still the kickstart. Uh, so I'm planning to do more videos. I'm planning to do uh, to work together with uh, Shopware on uh, a better training portfolio as well. Um, but yeah, so currently 24 hours to me seems a little bit short to explain everything that you need to be explaining about Shopware on its own. And and will we, will we be seeing you also in the bottom right corner, just as we see Heike now, or is it just? Uh... <laughs> so I, I actually don't know, but uh, uh, knowing me and myself, um, I think I'm, I'm going to be well promoted. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope but you're I, wearing the right hoodie then. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's important. But um, so from from that experiences, um, uh, what's your opinion? So what is the best way to onboard, uh, you know, a new developer to start to start the, uh, working with Shopware? Because I believe this is the biggest challenge. Like we we as an agency, uh, we've got few developers. We are still learning the best way to onboard. Uh, when if you look at Magento, yeah, for so many years we we learned and we get our own uh, approach how to do it efficiently. With Shopware, it's still um, it's still something we're learning. So I'm curious about your um, your assumption, your your observation. What is it, what is the best way to onboard it? Because we we yeah. have a great cases of uh, very good Magento developers uh, who were assigned to Shopware project and they started to develop Shopware as they were developing Magento. So they were really uh, disappointed uh, about Shopware, and the main reason for that was that. They, they approach the system as they would approach Magento and they were surprised that it's behaving a little bit a little bit different um, yeah. in, a, in a different way so what's the what what's your conclusion um, yeah. on well that? The, the, yeah the, there's no easy conclusion so you, you actually mentioned a lot of different things that triggers a lot of different comments uh, on my side so the first part is um, shopper is uh, symphony based and I've seen uh, so many developers with some PHP experience. Um, look into Symphony for like uh, a day or so, and then conclude, um, oh, I, I do know Symphony. Um, however, as soon as you dive deeper into Shopware, there are so many things that are not only based upon, uh, upon the, the simple stuff in Symphony, but also the advanced stuff in Symphony. Um, and therefore, I, I would say that, that you really need to dive into Symphony deep to have a solid understanding of the opportunities that um, uh, shopware on, on its own has so for instance I, i've been seeing um uh well developers actually getting started with uh shopware with that mindset of magento and then they they mm -hmm. first react um like oh but the the whole system is less flexible um in, in magento there's dependency injection and in uh, in, in shopware um, it's just uh, uh, simple compared to Magento. However, um, I've just pulled open the entire documentation of Symfony um, along the, the way of investigating, like, what could you do with uh, Shopware? And my, my honest opinion is actually that it's just as flexible as Magento is. It's just that, that well, uh, so one of the things is... It takes um, little I, code, yeah. Well, that, uh, yeah, it, it takes less code, but it also takes yeah. um, smarter thinking about the opportunities. So <laughs> one of the things is um, that somewhere in the documentation of Shopware, it's mentioned that there's a thing called compiler passes. But on average, if I if I start um, interviewing any kind of developer that has, uh, has knowledge of Symfony, they don't know about compiler passes. Um, and that's kind of like the stupid thing, like, um, uh, hey, but but only if you know the the full power of uh, Symphony, the, and not the dark side, but actually the the, the, the other dark good side. side. Of <laughs> then, then actually, uh, but only then, then you know actually uh, what is there um, for grabs for with uh, shopware. Um, so that, that that's the the symphony comment. Um, this is probably your marketing intro, right? Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <of symphony. laughs> well, I need to do a lot of things uh, with that. So change my shirts, etc., stuff like that. He's a, he's a, I'm your father. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
if you need any marketing too. support, let us know. You see, we are good. Yeah. At, uh, <laughs> anyway, but um, um, yeah, that, there's another comment there on um, uh, like uh, what, what, what do you need to get started with uh, Shopware, um, and that's the debate that I still see with Magento a lot of times. Um, that a lot of people think like, okay, Magento has so many uh, features to offer, which is good, right? Um, so there's uh, 20,000 different extensions, and that's good, right? Um, however, um, if 20 uh, of those 20,000, 90% is bad, uh, uh, bad quality and leading into bugs and etc., then maybe that that is costing you more money than you um, might have encountered when you're developing all of that stuff um, out of the box yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the big question within Magento has always been like, uh, when do you customize things or uh, when do you buy into uh, an existing solution? Um, and I think a lot of Magento developers were grown up in that ecosystem where everything is just based upon extensions. Um, however, creating your own code is actually now the new opportunity of, uh, well, theoretically Magento 2 as well, but uh, definitely with uh, Shopper 6, um, and then again, the more you know about the bare bones logic of Symfony, the more you know about um, how Shopware hooks into it, um, you can build stuff your own. So one example, um, the inventory system of uh, Magento is just, uh, well, extreme, extremely complex, uh, MSI. Um, mm -hmm. And then if you compare that with the inventory system of uh, Shopware out of the box, um, well, the, the shopper system is just uh, silly compared to that magenta yeah. functionality. So uh, a logical conclusion then is to say, oh, but then shopware is uh, has a shortcoming. It's not as good as magento. However, um, with every uh, merchant, the, the inventory needs to be managed in, on a different level. Um, and the more serious a merchant is, the more you're looking for an ERP system anyway, uh, or yeah. a specific uh, stock keeping system. And then actually making that connection with Shopware is just much more straightforward than with Magento. Yeah. Um, so that the fact that it's actually not there by default is maybe leading into a big question mark, like, oh, then we need to custom make this. Um, and that's a little bit harder. But I think actually that it leads to better code and to cleaner solution. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Because there, there's no sh shit <laughs> included there. There's no um, uh, additional fuzz that you need to break through to to get to the core uh, functionality. Yeah. I think it's also something we spoke earlier about in our previous podcast as well. Is that uh, people uh, people still need to learn and need to be told what the idea behind Shopware Six is. So it's not it's not built to be this full blown e-commerce. Uh, I can do it on my own system. Um, it is really API first, and they've they've made an an application like a transactional platform, which you can connect in an in a more in 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 a, in a landscape which is getting more complex from a technical point of view. So I think people really need to understand why Shopware Six is built like it's built currently. And of course, there will always be things which can do better, but it's it's with every software piece. So that that's, that's at least my personal vision on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also see it, you know, because uh, there is a huge difference between German market that has uh, the experiences with Shopware 5 and there is a 
a huge base of the customers of Shopware 5. So once Shopware 6 was released, people are looking on, on this, okay, so it's better version of Shopware 5. So I have even more features than I had in Shopware yeah, 5. It's different. And there is a big, uh, it's, it's a big surprise comparing to yeah. what's going on outside of Germany, like the UK, Netherlands, uh, in Poland, in Italy with Shopware, when um, all those markets are in some way starting from Shopware 6. So we have a completely different, um, different uh, approach and understanding of this. Yeah. Um, of the system from the from the beginning. That's why at least I believe that Shopware is going to grow a little bit different out of this um, this core market uh, or uh, Germany. Um, so it's going to be a little bit different path outside. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I I think also that that uh, the, the the funny thing is that throughout the whole e-commerce uh, ecosystem, uh, so Magento and Shopware, Shopify, big commerce, and etc. Um, the API first approach is slowly winning, uh, which is leading, of course, into uh, headless commerce, uh, which is leading into PWA solutions. Um, and, and in general, what you see with uh, people that are still um, embracing the older way of dealing with things, so a traditional front end um, is, is something um, that I often refer to, um, are th that those people used to a traditional front end are never really in favor of suddenly switching to a completely headless solution uh, because it requires a different way of the, the thinking, development, and etc. Um, but I, I think that's where the real gold is for shopware, that they've just refactored it uh, all from the ground up. Um, and there, there's no doubt whether the, it's still uh, or whether it's uh, the, the future of that, that API first approach. Um, and they can't go back either anymore. So that's a beauty. So they've just um, taken yeah. a clean slate and just moved now into that part of um, yeah, going headless in a, in an honest way. Um, that's well said. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Yes. Yeah. And what about what about PWA and headless in general? How the market looks like this for, from from your perspective? We have February two thousand twenty one. Um, yeah, the Shopware 6 uh, has this basic uh, headless PWA solution uh, based on View Storefront. Uh, you know, Magento is working on PWA Studio. It's like 2021, and from my opinion, this all headless thing is not moving forward as fast as I would expect. Yeah, it's like somehow slowed slowed down. Even though the Google is like uh, you know pushing the pressure. Uh, imp improving or uh, you know all the algorithm and everything and the customers are complaining and <laughs> complaining that yeah they've got a very bad uh, bad rankings they got a very bad page speed inside uh, yeah. um, results uh, but looking at the PWA it's still I know this I, I don't see this you know this huge uh, um, no. yeah it somehow slowed down well Do you so, agree with so me? I, I think actually um I've, I've been doing a really wrong job maybe at promoting PWA myself uh, throughout the years, as in... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Should we cut this out? Or <laughs> no, 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 this, is, this is going to be a beautiful story. This is no? a beautiful okay. story, yeah. <laughs> no, so the, 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 the confusion is actually uh, with those, those buzzwords, PWA and headless. Um, so actually, um, what I've been explaining actually a lot of times to developers is that that if you get started with the, the Shopper 6 uh, front end uh, based upon Twig and uh, basically the traditional uh, approach, uh, likewise with uh, Magento 2, um, you can turn that into a PWA simply by adding a, a little file called manifest.json, um, which is just adding the add to dashboard feature and, and there you have a PWA. 
Um, and then normally that's going to take less than five minutes time. So uh, now you know like how much time does it cost to develop a PWA? Well, five minutes. Um, the difficulty is actually that what we mean with that, that wording PWA is per person difference. Um, but actually we, we often refer to um, uh, a React-based or Vue-based front-ends um, to, to say that all of those different features that, that bundle with that acronym called PWA, um, offline shopping, uh, push notifications, uh, uh, geolocation, and the list goes on and on and on, um, that all of those features are just um, really easy to implement in a thing like React or, or Vue. Um, well, for me, the, the thing that I've been promoting wrongly is um, that, that uh, too long PWA was only the buzzwords. Uh, while it's not really about PWA, but it's basically about letting go of the traditional frontends uh, that were offered out of the box with uh, Shopware, Shopware 5, but also Shopware 6, uh, 6 it's a Twig template. Um, and likewise, Magenta 2 with all of its uh, hell of JavaScript. Um, and currently what I see in the in the whole ecosystem of Magento and Shopware is interestingly now that, that developers realize that they shouldn't go to PWA because Magento or Shopware is telling them, uh, but that you should make up your own mind. Um, so some people are favoring Vue, some people are favoring React, some other people are favoring uh, the traditional way of Magento or the traditional way of uh, Shopware. Um, in the Magento ecosystem, there's now also an uh, alternative front-end called uh, Hufa um, on the rise. Yep. Um, for me, the, the key word is not, not necessarily that PWA is the future, um, but I, I, um, I see this explosion in possible front-ends. Um, so that everyone is just picking the CSS and the JavaScript framework of their choice to build something else out of it. Um, and then back to your question, like, uh, hey, but but has that come to standstill? Well, I, I don't think so. And I, I think actually now it's uh, just more on the rise where all of those uh, agencies out there are realizing that the, well, a traditional front end sometimes uh, sucks. Um, however, uh, just going forward with only Vue or React um, is also difficult if you have zero knowledge of React and zero knowledge of Vue. Um, so it's, it's basically that, that every agency on its own needs to come up with their own favorable solution, with their own way of dealing with uh, front-ending. Um, well, yes, that, that's, that's kind of like an elaborate thing, but, but yeah, that, that's kind of like the, mm -hmm. the thing that comes to my mind, uh, what is changing, and that's rapidly changing at this moment. Um, yeah. But does it mean that PWA is suddenly hot everywhere? No, not necessarily. Um, yeah. That's true. If you would look at you know, our experience on the agency work, yeah, we've got we've got our own solution based on Vue and uh, Next as a as a like a dedicated uh, headless solution used for big projects. Uh, we have an experience with uh, Magento PWA Studio. We have an experience with uh, Shopware frontend. We are working with Hivia uh, or however you pronounce it. Uh, I'm not good at this. Hivia. Uh, so yeah, looking at this, we've got like at least four different front-end solutions uh, yeah, uh, right now, and depending on the developers, depending of course on the project, uh, we're trying to choose the right front-end that is going to be good for um, for the project, for the customer, for the particular for the particular case. So yeah, that's true. Before it was like only one way, 
uh, and you know we it's, sometimes it was fighting with the reality just to trying to adjust um, the front end uh, for the small one and the same front end for the big one solving the the challenges with performance or or not really worrying about the performance and so on so yeah that's true it's a big yeah. uh, it's a big change there is much more variety and I think more adult approach that uh, agencies start to understand how to use this technology and how to choose the right technology to the project uh, requirements and the customer situation. Yeah, and, and likewise, it's also depending upon your own knowledge. Um, so I've, I've seen agencies actually diving into uh, View Storefront, for instance, uh, while they, they had zero knowledge of View and they didn't really like View in the first place. Um, well, and those agencies were uh, hugely disappointed with uh, View Storefront. Um, but I've also seen agencies that loved View and that were delighted to get started with View Storefront. So it's basically the same product, uh, but it's different people. Uh, and that's kind of like the the thing that I'm I'm, I'm seeing. So it, it's not necessarily that PWA is winning, uh, but it's more that PWA in general is just marking that that shift in thinking that every agency on its own needs to choose where they are good at, uh, what, what kind of knowledge they can develop um, and, and, and be good at. Um, and it's depending on, on a person, a personal basis, I think, um, which one you're going to favor. Um, yeah. yeah, and there is still a challenge of the education of the customer. I exactly can, can confirm the, the thing that you mentioned. I remember one discussion with the customer who said, like, we'll choose you, uh, we'll sign the contract right now if you are going to deliver us a PWA. And we said, okay, no problem. Uh, so, so how much, how more, how much more money it is? Like nothing. Just we'll add exactly five minutes, uh, five <laughs> minutes and you have PWA, and they're like, uh, why yeah. you agreed without uh, any discussion? Yeah. So the, the 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 understanding, yeah, the buzzword is unbelievable. That people completely mix headless with PWA and so on, and you never know what they really uh, expect. Yeah, they they yeah. listen to something, they they heard something. So yeah, it's it's a, it's yeah. also a big um, a big work uh, in front of the customer, but it's also our role. Uh, yeah, like you as a as a as a as a person who's training uh, developers, but in some way in agencies, and and our work also to educate customers so they really understand. And whenever we are making some proposal and advising something, yeah, that uh, that they can understand it, because we also have cases where the customer. We know that headless is not a solution for him, yeah, and it will be too expensive, uh, too complicated for his project. But he's so stubborn to to go headless, and we say, okay, we give up, uh, yeah, go find someone who will do this headless because we know that it's not good for you. You don't want to listen uh, that it's going to be a huge big problem. Uh, and I know that this customer, if he's listening to this podcast, yeah, you will come back, come in six, eight months or one year and you will yep. say that we were right, that it wasn't a good good idea. But yeah, yep. they, they 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 don't understand. So it's a it's our big role um, as a community to educate the customer so they really start to be a partner in the discussion and uh, we're not going to have th that kind of situation yet. PWA, yeah. no problem, five minutes, you got it. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, and there then, is uh, some trick there. Yeah, it's other <laughs> thing, it's so complicated and you say five minutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah and, and basically um, that, that, that's for me also the, 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 the thing that I'm actually actively working upon. Like PWA, uh, we're, we're now beyond the hype. Uh, the buzz is over and, and now it's, 
um, a sobering moment where some of the some of the agencies and some of the developers out there uh, simply are disappointed with with all of that PWA stuff. It's not for them. Uh, but in general, it doesn't mean that PWA is pointless. Um, and that's what a lot of people uh, often forget. If they hear some people say like, oh, PWA is the greatest. And some other people uh, shout out like, uh, oh, but PWA shit. Um, it's just depending on uh, the, the use case and the customer and the project and your, and your own, uh, whether you want to pick up on that. Um, but the beauty is um, the choices are there. And that's, that's I think, like a good uh, conclusion there. Yeah. And just yes, before we go true. to the the five honest questions, uh, oh. you probably know that part of our uh, of our podcast. Is there something you want to add to this discussion we had in the in the last uh, 25, 30 minutes, or just no? Going? So I, I I think in general um, I'm I'm just uh, really excited myself to uh, to get on board with uh, the shopware community. I, I really feel like this is one of the first openings for me to uh, to uh, introduce myself. Uh, so uh, hello, shopware community. Uh, Hello, Miesse. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the, 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 there's uh, much more uh, of me coming up uh, later, and I'm just uh, really excited to to do something and to help Shopware also uh, for a bright uh, future. So yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about it. Oh, okay. So so uh, coming back to those videos just for a second. So if I were a developer or agency and I'm waiting for those videos, so where should I expect them to show up? Is it possible to sign up for some newsletter? Uh, what would be the best way to to get to get notified for once it's ready? Yeah. So currently, the the videos that I've been developing uh, together with uh, Shopware are actually really going to be published for free on the Shopware website. Um, so somewhere in the upcoming weeks, there's going to be a lot of uh, promotional um, uh, promotional shouting uh, from Shopware. Um, so I think in, in general, if you keep watching the news, um, you'll see about that. Um, on the long term, I'm trying to come up also with my own thing, like on-demand training, uh, video on-demand, or an entire course on-demand. Uh, but I still need to find out like uh, where that's going to uh, be end ending up. Um, so in short, uh, if you just uh, follow me on Twitter or um, uh, send me a message on Slack uh, in the shopper Slack. You'll know how to find me. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. So Good. for Good. everybody, everyone who's looking for the information should. Uh, I think you're also quite active on Twitter, so so people should also look yep. for you. Uh, look for you on. Uh, look for you on Twitter. Great. Awesome. Okay. The honest questions. There no, we so, go. so that this, this was it, right? So uh, we we sign off. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you still got the five honest questions. Okay. <laughs> you, cannot, you, you cannot turn off. So uh, the rule is like, we'll, we'll ask you five questions. Uh, you haven't heard the questions before. So, um, the, for example, well, we could ask you like skiing or snowboarding. You've got like five seconds to choose one. And then uh, we'll try to ask you a question why you selected, for example, skiing or, or snowboarding. What was the reason to choose? To choose uh, to choose uh, one of those. So, Thomas, do you want to go with the first question? Yeah, um, I was wondering uh, if you had to choose, would it be React or Vue? <laughs> uh, React. Really? Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> why? And why React? Me, yeah. Well, th th this is just the first thing that comes up in my mind, right? That's the only um, yeah. Uh, interesting choice. So maybe Vue 3 is going to change that a little bit in the near future, but I, I did a little bit of playing around with Vue 3. Um, however, Vue Storefront 1, Vue Storefront Next, Shopware PWA, they're still based upon uh, Vue 2. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, and then actually, um, if, if I compare that with React, um, React is a little bit more complex, a little bit more nerdy, um, a little bit more down to the, the, the real essence of uh, JavaScript on its own. All right. Um, and I think there, therefore I, I tend to like it. It's kind of like the, the choice between Linux or Mac. Yeah. Or is that going to be the next question? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. so, so I'm a Linux user, I'm not a Mac user. So um, instead of having a beautiful system, I, I tend to choose the the thing that is, that looks a little bit more complicated. <laughs> so that that maybe explains React, I, I think. Yeah. And right. do you Thank think you. that do you think that Vue three will really change the um, the landscape for uh, for Vue? Because uh, like we we had this dilemma two years ago, uh, deciding if we if we should go with React or Vue uh, with our front end, where uh, how to build it. And we we decided to go with Vue because still we had a lot of um, typical front end developers, and we believed that Vue it's much easier, simpler for them to to onboard and and start working on. And it was true; it was a good good choice. Um, do you think that React 3 is going to really change change view? Because still some people believe that React is the real one. View is like a, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like a small sister. It's not that much serious. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's more something for fun for beginners. So so personally, I think that at this moment, View is actually outrunning React. So View is more popular than React. Um, but that's just for this moment, and maybe one month mm -hmm. uh, from now, uh, it's just uh, the uh, the opposite again. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the game changer of uh, Vue uh, 3 is actually the Composition API, and that Composition API simply has a different way of dealing with things. Um, so theoretically, mm -hmm. React developers f fall in love with that Composition API more than the original Options API that you're using in Vue 2. But yeah, I, I think that's that's not really like um, yeah. I'm I'm not sure if there's there's really um, a, a game changer where Vue will outrun React. Currently, I really believe that there's currently this um, battle going on between the two um, that's going to last yeah. for forever um, for the benefit of both, basically. So every time when there's a specific feature in React introduced, then Vue is trying to duplicate the same thing. Um, and now Vue 3 is coming up with a lot of uh, exciting uh, things. So theoretically, um, React is also uh, coming up with new topics as well. Um, it, it's like a healthy composition uh, or competition, um, uh, I would say. Okay. okay. Okay, good. So the next question, which is, uh, yeah, we cannot ask about shopware, but we'd like to ask you about Magento or Shopify. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an easy one, Magento, because I don't know anything about Shopify. Okay. And what do you think about the Shopify? I mean, in general, as a SaaS solution going really fast and uh, solving so many problems or hustles yeah where i believe people people who go with shopify are saying okay i will adjust my processes my expectation to what i get but i get it fast yeah. uh, and I, I can i can i can start my business and magento path is more like okay i want to uh, uh, i don't want to change my processes i want uh, the system to adjust to my to my expectations to my processes and this is how i plan to to compete and do some bigger investment so but what do you think about shopify and the you know the popularity in the future of shopify where yeah. many magento one users uh, yeah some of them are choosing shopware but still majority goes to to shopify 
Yeah, so so my opinion about uh, Magento there is that um, I think Magento slash Adobe is it's too much committed into this idea that um, the the e-commerce system system needs to be as flexible as possible through configuration and, and etc. Uh, because every step in in that direction just makes Magento more complex, and actually um, that complexity is what is driving up the the, the costs, um, but is also driving people away from Magento. Um, so sometimes simpler, less functionality, less flexibility um, is guaranteeing less costs, um, better performance, and etc. So I, I think therefore. Uh, Shopify is a good competitor, but likewise, there's commerce tools, the, there's big commerce. Um, and I, I personally favor also, so I still love the Magento ecosystem, I still love Magento on its own, but I still favor also more diversity so that mm -hmm. everyone simply has, has its own little thing to, uh, to work on. And I think also the situation with Magento has, has grown unhealthy because it was the largest. So they just could sit on their arses and just do nothing. Um, and and therefore now the composition is so fierce uh, because Magento just um, missed that momentum. Um, they were not eager enough to just fix their own mm -hmm. issues. Um, instead, they just went, they, they just got got going. Um, well, and Shopware, Shopify, Commerce Tools, a couple of others are, are sh showing how eager they are to grab a specific uh, piece of the market and I, I think that's just a healthy uh, uh, scenario yeah. uh, a healthy development sure and and you know uh, Boris and I are always about cars so I took the liberty to to dive into Dutch manufactured car brands I don't know if you have anything with cars nope <laughs> all right next question then <laughs> well i can still Maybe. answer but i don't know <laughs> okay if you had to choose would it yeah. be a donkervoort or a spiker <laughs> so, uh, donkervoort is not ringing a bell with me so i say spiker <laughs> no so uh, uh, yeah I'm not, a, not a car person at all so uh, actually uh, if people ask me like what kind of car do you have then I often say, like, well, a gray one. <laughs> yeah. This is quite, 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 quite well-known brand, yeah. <laughs> but it's a gray or silver because that's that that's an important thing. Well, and enterprise. Okay. Uh, so okay. Okay, and looking for the future, the question about future. So, uh, um, do you do you so do you do you plan to use something like electric bike or electric scooter? Which one would you choose? neither no no electric uh no vehicle? just a, just a normal push bike uh okay. where the, the electricity is coming from myself okay that's good for that's good for health for sure and that's pretty dutch as well so <laughs> it absolutely is it absolutely is yeah 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 right and last one and the final question for today is uh shopware community day 2021 or reacticon 2021 <laughs> yeah, but that's a difficult one. So um, I can't, I can't say both, right? <laughs> no, you you have to choose one. Uh, so it's going to be Reacticon 2021, uh, oh. but also, also simply because um, that that's where my own effort goes, and that's where yeah, I, get um, that. I get that. Yeah, and that, that's also where I'm, I'm pushing my own ideas about the the front ending, not only for Shopware but also for Magento. Um, however, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the community days uh, as well. There was not a date date 
yet uh, known, right? Or uh, we is... miss we miss uh, whispering voter. He knows the type of the type of details. Uh, we 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 cannot. We, we're not as good in whispering as he's. Uh, uh, so, but what about Reacticon 2021? What are the plans for Reacticon uh, for this year? Um, so the the funny thing is, um, I'm expecting a baby um, in uh, in a couple of weeks' time, um, and I, I think actually I'm I'm going to be within diapers um, while while trying to put uh, Reacticon together. Um, that the the current schedule is for uh, June um, this year, um, but, okay. but I'm already thinking about maybe postponing it or doing it in a different way. Uh, but I think in general, um, it's going to be um, half shopware, half uh, Magento, because that's simply also where I'm at uh, and where um, uh, more and more uh, people in the German market uh, are at uh, and et cetera. Um, and then there's still going to be this mix between uh, Vue and React and, and a couple of other things. But the name is actually totally wrong about Reacticon. So it started with uh, a punch or either say that and uh, um, a variation upon the word uh, React. Um, but the first thing I did was mix in Vue Storefront uh, in there. Um, and now actually uh, Hufa go is going to be also part of that, uh, that same uh, uh, conference as well. So it's much more about um, modern front-ending. Um, and that would be also nice to talk about modern front-ending uh, within uh, Shopware, Shopware PWA, but also the traditional front-end uh, of Shopware with its own uh, opportunities for things like Tailwind and, and Foundation and alternatives yeah, there. Alpine so, JS. Uh, yeah. Alpine, cool. yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll we'll join you on the Reacticon. We'll awesome. Be there. Then, yeah. then I'm going to join you at the Shopper Community Days. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, and seeing us eating crickets. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, cool. we have a bet that you know in order to be sustainable, yeah, we should eat less meat, but we should probably the future is to eat more Crickets, worms, and that, that type of thing. So we have a bet, and yeah, uh, we're waiting for uh, sustainable food at the uh, Shopware Community Day, and we're ready to eat some crickets and so on, just uh, just for fun. Cool. So in general, yeah, it's uh, so uh, congratulations on the baby. But in some way, uh, Reacticon is also your baby, yeah? an older sister exactly. uh, or brother. Nicely uh, said, Boris. Uh, Very good. Uh, <laughs> on that. So yeah, we keep we keep our finger our finger and cross that, for, yes, the, for the Enjoy training. Beautiful for the training. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'm looking for, forward to be part of the Shopware family as well. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the same lines, like, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting interesting case. Okay, cool, great. So if you if you like the for our listeners, if you like the podcast, uh, please give us five stars. Uh, share it with your friends uh, who are having something to do with Shopware or something to do with uh, with frontend. Uh, yeah, you said we we are waiting, and we'll we'll try to notify people once the videos are out because we really, as a community, we need those. Uh, we need we need the training. We need the proper uh, you know implementation of software because if it's successful, yeah, then the other customers will come and the interesting projects will also come. So, Absolutely. yeah, it's uh, it's a big uh, big job that you uh, are doing, and we we'll all benefit out of it. Yeah. So again, thank you for listening. Uh, stay tuned for the next uh, for the next episode, and uh, let's be in touch and stay healthy.